Welcome to Drive Time Marketing, tips, tricks, and tools to drive your marketing to new and great destinations. I'm your host, Julia Carcamo. Today I'm talking about creating your best marketing plan ever. I can't believe a whole month has sped by again, and we're halfway through the second one. Is it just me, or does time really fly by? Before we know it, we'll be crossing from Q1 into Q2. Last year, like every year before it, seemed to speed by. I mean, seriously, what happened to 2018? I've spoken a lot about the importance of a solid marketing strategy. It makes sense that the next step is the marketing plan that builds on that strategy. More than likely, you went through both of these steps just a month or so ago. If you're like some marketers I know, you're already making adjustments and the year has barely been six weeks in. But that's nothing to worry about. Marketing plans should be living, breathing documents that adjust and grow as you test and learn. It's okay if you have to make changes. If you're like some of the marketers I know, you're already making adjustments and the year's barely been six weeks in. But that's nothing to worry about. Marketing plans should be living, breathing documents that adjust and grow as you test and learn more. It's okay if you have to make changes. But let's talk to the marketers who don't have a formal process for building a marketing plan. You're six weeks in. What are you waiting for? Oh, you don't know where to start? Okay, let me give you some ideas. First things first, let's take a look at your past year. You probably have an idea of what worked and what didn't, but do you know why they worked or not? Take some time to explore the past. Talk to other team members, both those in and out of your department. Look at the results of your programs, your digital analytics, your customer comments, and the conversations that have been taking place. Understand where your good business came from and where the less than valuable came from. Did your database experience the expected churn rate? How did you do in your efforts to reactivate customers that had fallen off? My advice to you is to remember, this is about numbers, not about ego or who created what program or who had what idea. What about your reinvestment? Did you end up where you hoped you would be? Be honest with yourself and the numbers. Don't let your feelings get in the way. Now, reinvestment is a term we use many times a day in the casino industry, but in fact, every business has some level of reinvestment. What do you put out that you hope will return to you in revenue or sales? Now that you've dug deeply into your data, it's time to set some goals and make them measurable. If your leadership team has already set the overall goals for the business, a vision or strategy, This is the best place to start. Build your marketing goals so that they can support the overarching business needs. If you're facing new or improved competition, you want your goals to be aligned with retaining your business. If you're the one investing in new capital projects, you know you want to grow your business and find a return for that investment. It's up to you to understand what that growth will look like. Is it additional visits, expansion of the usual customer shopping activities? Maybe it's new customers. You'll know. Now, let's talk about one of the parts that can get a little fuzzy for some people because it's not as easy as it sounds. You need to have a clear and articulate marketing message. Position and branding can be strong tools to compete in a crowded marketplace, but only through clarity of vision. Your branding has to support your business objectives. It can't just be a tagline you fell in love with. Let's take a step back to dig into this just a bit. Positioning is the process we go through to determine how to best communicate with customers. It's how we leverage our unique attributes and communicate with the target audiences 
in a way that resonates with them. Effective positioning requires that you undertake a good, honest, competitive analysis and that you ask yourself if your offerings can indeed be seen as different than your competitors. Now, I know I say this word honest a lot, but I can't stress it enough because I've seen too many people fall in love with their own products and not really understand how they fit into the overall market. For example, in the casino industry, that requires a little more than saying we have the loosest slots or the friendliest employees. Don't get me started on those two messages. It's just not pretty. The right positioning can be vital in a highly competitive environment, especially if you're not the newest or the shiniest on the block. And let's face it, we're not all the new and shiny kin. My advice to you is to get some views from folks not on your team. Ask family and friends to visit the competition and your business to give you their honest feedback. I tell you that your friends and family will not mince words. See how what they say lines up, or not, with your own SWAT that you did in-house. If you have an agency, they probably would love the chance to participate in this project because it will certainly help them assist you in your efforts. Positioning ultimately is centered around the target audience, our current customers, as well as those we'd like to have. Now that you've done a little bit of mystery shopping, and you know there are a lot of great businesses that will do that for you, but sometimes you can get a head start with a makeshift program of your friends and family. Anyway, now that you've done your mystery shopping, shift your vision just a bit and look at things from your customer's point of view. I used to have a boss who made me visualize the customer walking around when I presented him with a design on a particular sign. And wouldn't you know it, the sign we designed wouldn't have been in their line of sight. Ugh. Ugh. It killed me and the design, but it taught me a really good lesson that you have to take time to walk in your customer's shoes. I would venture to say that no marketing plan or effort is ever going to be the best it can be without looking to the voice of the customer. I have a lovable, but um, how should I describe him? Grumpy? Intractable? He's a lovable, but uncompromising uncompromising, friend and associate. Mike Metzka is president of MMRC and has been talking to retail, hospitality, and casino customers for over 35 years. Having logged over a million qualitative interviews and more than 2,500 focus group sessions, he'll tell you, and this is his quote, customer understanding is what makes the marketing plan sing. If you think you can effectively market without that, you're sure to be lost in your efforts. <laughs> he is a funny one, but very wise. So, having looked at a bigger picture that includes the voice of the customer and a positioning built on a look at ourselves and the competition, you're ready to develop the messages that will stick to those you want to engage. I can promise you that if you follow this path, you will struggle less with your creative. Great little side benefit. And that's because you'll have a focus like you've never experienced before. I'm not joking when I tell you that I have printed positioning statements and had marketing directors put them up in their offices. Putting that up and any persona work that you've done with your target, detailing your ideal customer in a way that paints a picture of someone you come to know well, will be invaluable. Now, let's build a calendar and a budget. A little warning I obviously realize that some of these steps may seem like no-brainers, but they really shouldn't be overlooked or skipped. Sometimes 
we do just that. So first, let's look at the holidays and events that need to be marked because they impact the business. Seriously, do it. I once had someone forget about Thanksgiving, <laughs> and they ended up slamming everyone with last-minute ads and programs and mail. It was all a little nuts, but what were you going to do? Next, look at the results of the year you reviewed at the very beginning of this process. You know what worked, you know what didn't, you know what turned into a jewel, and what turned into a nightmare. You'll probably want to try some new things or improve on others. Maybe some of those nightmares just need a little tweak to become dream jewels. Go through each of your activities and ask yourself, did this help us achieve our clearly defined goals? Did this surprise us in some good or bad way? The answers to those questions will help you decide to keep an activity with the same budget, alter the budget for the activity, modify the activity and the budget, or do away with it altogether. Then ask for ideas. Yes, other people have ideas. Sometimes they're even awesome, and sometimes they're not even from your own department. This can be a little fun, so, you know, open up the process to everyone. You know the guy that cleans your store or your casino? He's not part of your marketing team per se, but he sees everything happening. He talks to customers all the time. They tell him what they think all the time, and they'll do it every single day they visit, sometimes without even being asked. Do they tell the marketing directors? Sometimes, maybe. Depends on the customer, right? Make this part of a fun internal promotion and award the great ideas. Use all your resources to build a great marketing plan. Share information about the competition, your overall goals, and how you want to position your business and why. People want to know why. It's just human nature. The beauty of this is that you don't even have to use every idea, but if you get one great one, isn't it worth combing through 20 or so not great ideas? Heck, I probably come up with 20 not so great ideas every single day. The best part of this is that your employees, they'll become your biggest and best brand ambassadors. So here's your plan of action. Start with your marketing strategy and then take time to develop a strong plan for success. Keep in mind that your plan will live and breathe and that'll help you just be open to adjusting it as the market demands. And because you're focused on clearly defined goals, your adjustments will always line up. That about does it for this week's episode of Drive Time Marketing. Thanks for letting me share these few minutes of your day with you. I love these lessons and I love sharing them with you. If you like them too, please leave us a great review and rating so other marketers can find us. And let us know if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions. You can find our show notes at drivetimemarketingpodcast.com. And you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram.